This podcast explores explicit and adult-themed content. If discussions of sex or male bondage offend you, or if you are under the age of 18, you should not continue listening to this episode or future episodes of The Bondage Gaze. By continuing to listen, you acknowledge that you are at least 18 years old and aren't offended by discussions of male bondage, sex, pornography, or other kinds of content with sexual themes. Welcome to the Bondage Gaze. I'm Sammy. And I'm Nat. And today we are once again joined by Shane. Hey! hey, hey. Fancy seeing you here. Right. (laughs) And we are continuing our discussion on male bondage porn. It's really interesting because I recently moved to Chicago and it's 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 gay friendly, it's kink friendly, it's all of that, but but yeah, it's like, but it's still kind of you know, because there's so many shops where there's harnesses everywhere. And yeah. Uh, but then I don't know, when you get to the individual people, like everyone is still kind of uptight about it and yeah, it's really strange. It and it's it's like it's almost kind of back to your point, Sammy, where you talked about how, you know, you're in that fantasy role and I think people, like you said, the sexualness, people always associate it with sex. Yeah. And just like my boyfriend first did, because that was one of the first things that happened with us. But I'm like, you know, the night that I, I tied you up at the rope demo, I mean, we didn't have sex there. I mean, I'm sure people would have expected it. But it's just, it's like that thing that's, and I'm like, you don't have to be that way. It doesn't always have to be sexualized. Like, yeah. people might get aroused by it or off by it, seeing a guy tied up and struggling, but doesn't mean that he's, he's going to necessarily, like, whack off or, you know, have to fuck. I mean, it's, you can get aroused without having action to it. Yeah. And that's what's so weird is it's just people, and I think it's almost the rope aspect of it. It's almost like leather is acceptable. And I feel like almost mm. leather restraints are acceptable. But when you start talking about rope, it's weird because it's just people are like, oh, well, that makes things different. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've noticed that too with people. It's like if you talk about the rope part, they're like, wow, that's like, that's intense. But it's not. Yeah, actually, that brings up another good point. Because here in Australia, I feel, well, here where, in New South Wales, where I live, I feel like there are so many the kinksters that are here are all like leather or rubber it's hot don't get me wrong right i feel like it's this sort of sort of thing where i'm kind of in a way outside looking in right that is right. like that is not really that kinky like it's it's very mainstream obviously the way the extent they're doing it is kink but i feel like it's a lot harder to be a rope and tape kinkster than it needs to be a leather kinkster not that it's an yeah. versus us situation but yeah i feel like i'm just kind of excluded from that group which yeah really it's sucks. like well okay because like all of kink is is like fetishism is involved with all of it but i feel like for like just bondage it goes just like you know it's like a hard left into pure like fetishism of liking things that aren't designed necessarily for sex and finding sexual appeal in them and so i feel like that's kind of what makes it sort of odd like because there's like no one centralized way of like you know representing what exactly it is we're into because everyone is kind of into different things and Mm -hmm. 
yeah. yeah, it could go in many different directions, and yeah. And another side note, when you were talking about it being very normal in the straight community, I gotta say, you know what's fucking annoying? You see in movies, women end up tied up, and it, it's all over the place. Like, you mm -hmm. look on IMDb, for example, and movies, it'll be one of their, like, top five featured images or whatever. But if that yeah. was a dude, yeah. I mean, there are occasionally shots of dudes tied up in those galleries, right. but it's so prominent when it's women. Yeah, because I actually went to send a little, I think it was a meme to, I think it was Recon Rubber Struggler we were talking on WhatsApp, and I went to send him one, and I think I did bondage or something, and it all was females. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know, I wanted to send it to him and be like, pretend this is a guy. But, like, what? I think there was one guy. One guy. And he, I know it was a gag one. That's what it was. And it was one guy take gag. And uh, I'll go with this one. I guess it's my only. Out of 90, 90 of them, this one is the one I can choose. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. Like, yeah, I don't want to say, yeah, like, oh, I don't want to say women. I don't mean it like that. But, but I mean, right. it needs well, to be more of a, or at least close to 50 50, not right. one in 100. I, that's bullshit. Well, I mean, I feel like there's just a taboo that's wrapped up in men being submissive. Like, yeah. I, think, mm -hmm. I think bottom line, like, that's what it is, is when a woman's tied up, it's reinforcing traditional gender roles. And when a man is tied up, it's kind of another way around. And I mean, I could even kind of see that with just the way, like, men and women act, like, in bondage, like, in movies and, and things like that. Like, mm -hmm. like, there's a lot more quick bondage with men in, like, TV shows and, and shit like that. Whereas with women, it'll really focus in on it a lot and, and yeah. yeah i think it is getting better though yeah <laughs> shows like smallville and supernatural have helped pave the way more supernatural than anything I I, I, it's funny because last night i was even talking about i don't know when movies surprise you with like really good bondage like i i mean i always bring up scream just because yeah. like the first scream like i don't know the, their use of duct tape and the gags in that like they're just all like incredible it's like no strips of tape or anything yeah. like yeah yeah like sometimes when you could just see something like that you know, realistic in a movie, it's, yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> well, have you seen, that actually reminds me when you just said that, Beautiful Trauma by Pink, have you seen that music video? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I have. With Channing Tatum in it, he's, and there, it's like her and another woman, basically dominatrix, and then he's such, like, very intricate tied up, I mean, that was a really hot one, too. It's a good, I'd say, what, 20 seconds? <laughs> 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 so watch it slow. <laughs> I know, um, I think Leave Me Alone, I'm Lonely has a guy tied up. But again, if a, if a guy's not gagged, I'm not really interested. It, right. It, it, it's funny because, okay, getting back to that ex who offered for me to tie him up and leave him in my room. Like, so we started dating kind of around the time Brianna came out with, with SNM. And I almost feel like that is like what made him like a little bit more open to it, mm. like, like meeting me. <laughs> yeah, I will give credit to that video definitely did help kind of help in a way. I mean, especially the video itself. But there are also some, you know, parts of like, oh, it's very, I don't know, it, it was, it helped, but there were, like you were saying, like the men, it, you, the men weren't, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. It's, it helped, but the women, the way it was perceived was kind of off. It was nice to have a, a song that talked about that because it's like, oh, okay, cool. But it was more of the dominatrix aspect. Um, and even then, like, it was also both men and women tied up. Um, so it's, it did help a little, but not probably to the level that it could have been. Okay, I've never seen this movie, but what are your thoughts on Fifty Shades of Grey in that regard? Do you think that helped kind of normalize it a bit? I've seen the first one. I, I don't remember much about the second one. Uh, and I only saw the first one because it's like the first guy I dated wanted to see. 
see it. And but I didn't even end up seeing it with him. We broke up and I saw it by myself. <laughs> Come on, TV or some shit. I I wanna say yes, but I feel like it I don't know. I feel like it did help in a way because I felt like it, it was like, hey, there is this whole other world. But I felt like it was very driven towards the women being in the submissive role. Yeah. And I'm like, well, wouldn't it be awesome if it was flipped or there was more? And I get the books or whatever. I mean, I didn't read those. Um, but like, it would have been cool, too, if, you know, maybe they would have off kilter and have her kind of be completely turned on by it and, you know, make him sub. But I know that probably, you know, would have totally destroyed the dynamic of the movie. Yeah. I, I feel like it did. But I feel like, again, it kind of focused on one side of it. And I think that's part of what is I, I kind of I perceive as a problem with especially rope bondage is that it's always it goes back either to an art form or it's, you know, more focused towards the females of it and not the men. And I think that there needs to be an even balance with it, so it's not always such a taboo. Yeah. It's just the weirdest balance I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, well, it really is. And so I haven't seen the movies, but I also heard, I mean, an issue with those movies is that there's, like, it's easy to conflate, like, abuse with kink, like, legitimate, like, being abusive and yeah. being creepy, like... Yeah, you, you, know. you, you, you pretty much said, I was going to kind of mention that, but yeah, it's, I think, part of the thing, and that's kind of, like, I was trying, maybe that's why it was so hard for me to just... To describe it because I remember reading an article that talked about like the movie and the book and how the book it comes off as very abusive and I'm like do I do I think it helps tell a story maybe but again it comes back to the not all bondage is abuse it is yeah about, and I, I forgot what it was I was reading the article actually I was in a, uh, an airport and it was talking about how that's not true reflection of BDSM and how here's what consent is and here's what a power exchange is and because I guess the book He's a lot more forceful and more aggressive, not even assertive, like aggressive. And it's just very comes off it. And there's a, a lot of people in the BDSM community who's like, hey, this, this is not reflecting us. This is basically your saying that we're abusive type people um and maybe that's been part of the problem i don't know i mean it's you know it's just this weird thing where everyone thinks it's just because we're into this kink or a fetish that we're these you know our parents didn't love us enough growing up or you <laughs> didn't get the birthday presents you wanted so that turns you i don't know but it's it's not always that way you know it's we kind of just i feel like everyone has a thing that turns them on and, you know, some people have just seen other people tied up and helpless. And yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I've never seen the movies and never read the book. But I kind of get the impression it gives it gives an impression like it was written by someone who has no idea about the BDSM community. Yeah. It's just what they think the community well, is like. Well, and, well, because when you're an outsider like that, it's easier to kind of demonize yeah. kink and everything because you don't understand it. So you kind of, you know, you have a very surface level outsider understanding of it. And it's easy to, I mean, because that happens with a lot of things. Like, in movie like, yeah you know, dealing with disability or you know or gender or race or things like that yeah um i rem now that we're talking about all of this one thing that i remember is from one of the adams family family movies you know at the end when the villains are revealed and they're um and they're tying up you know all the adams family and all of that and then the husband is tying morticia even kind of goes like oh you, you've done this before yeah <laughs> i just remember watching that with you know with my ex and i remember him seeing that and looking at me saying that's you <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like that's what like my uh i love those movies too especially the second one in debbie uh -huh. <laughs> I'm a ballerina. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be loved. 
Uh, oh, I love it. I like. I watch clips of that movie sometimes, where it's especially the part where they, they go to visit Fester, and she goes, "Debbie, you've enslaved him like some sex slave. I can respect that, but pastels." Um, <laughs> I, I just like love those clips. Or, or the part yeah. where she's like sitting in her car, and she's like, "Like help, help!" And then she's like, cr like crying, and then starts laughing. I use that meme like a lot for people. <laughs> where yeah, uh, but yeah, that was always a good one too. I feel like there will be times where we watching, we'll have there'll be a movie or something, and there'll be bondage in it. And and look at me he's like does that turn you on i'm like oh my god like really i'm like maybe slightly but it's not all of them you know yeah it's, and it's funny because he's kind of one of those when it comes to those he's a good example of i i literally told him one time there's like basically a kink and a fetish for everything and he took that to heart and he asked me one time about something i was like it's like is that there a kink for that and i go i don't know he's like well you said that one day there was and i go well then it probably is you know <laughs> probably is and i think that's what part of the thing with society is it's like everyone has their own like i have a buddy who he's huge into hair like the longer the hair he loves it. i mean there's been times like will you send me a photo of your hair i'm like uh okay but he's like i mean there there is something for everyone yeah you know yeah it's it's funny that you bring up hair because I've re, uh, I, my hair was a little longer like a few weeks ago. I actually got a haircut by a guy with a kink for giving haircuts. Like, he at, we started talking on recon. He he asked like how long my hair is or something, and then I mean we kind of talked about it. And I was like, oh, it's funny. I was gonna cut my hair today, and he was like, okay, well when can you meet and I could cut your hair for you. And I, I was a little scared, you know. I don't know this guy. He's not a professionally trained barber. Or Anything. I was like, I don't want him shaving my head or murdering me or something. Right. <laughs> I was like, the first concern was don't shave my head. And then <laughs> <laughs> my hair, my beautiful hair. <laughs> well, he kept trying to convince me to go all the way for like a crew cut or something, and I was like, uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, and then we did that, and then yeah, and then he left, and then like I even thought we would keep talking after that, but I guess he got what he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> you do for your hair. Oh my god. <laughs> It's like Samson isn't a Delilah here. Oh my god! I, I don't know. I was even I was even thinking it's like if I could find somebody who has a kink for like paying my rent and doing my taxes. Like, <laughs> hey, I, 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 well, if I had an understanding of American taxes, I could help you with that. But if you but you know it's right. crazy because my friend who has a hair thing, he was telling me he's like there are actually people. Out there. I mean, I guess kind of like us, you know, who like to be tied up and rendered helpless. Some people love getting their hair, like, they get off by getting haircuts because they're essentially helpless in the chair. And it's like, well, what's going to happen to me? And I thought that was super unique because I'll, I'll never forget that because then I went to IMR in Chicago a couple years ago and my buddy went with me. Like, my boyfriend couldn't go and his husband couldn't go. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go, you know, to IMR and do some promotion. He goes, sure, I'll go with you. And they had a barber chair and they chained him to the barber chair to cut his hair. And I'm like, okay, now that's total loss control right there yeah. but, and he was i mean he was I, the whole time just so anxious and i thought and i was like snapping photos i'm like yeah like there he is um but i thought it was like super hot i'm like it's actually kind of hot that you're chained down in a chair and you literally are helpless yeah but he was so panicky yeah it is it is weird i mean it, it's just to me so crazy how it's so taboo like and i hate to use that word over again but that really is how bondage is yeah but there's all these other kinks and fetishes out there that we could be a total like jackass and be like oh my god they're a psycho you know they like that but i'm like to each their own 
And I'm not going to, because I mean, I also like feet. Like, I have a foot fetish, too. And my boyfriend never understood that. I mean, he was just like, he, to him, he thinks feet are gross. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, it's the number one fetish out there, actually. Yeah, it is. Just like bondage is the number one kink. I'm like, I mean, it is the number one thing. I'm like, and it's just so funny. But even then, you go over onto the heterosexual side, and men have a huge, huge fetish for female feet but then when it's like men who have a fetish for male feet it's like what i'm like it's like why is it different you know uh, i mean why is they it different both were kind of frowned upon to be honest they, yeah they can be but it's like almost the theme like it's almost better like it's almost more acceptable that men like female feet than men like male feet. yeah something i'll say about that is look at the amount of variety there are for women's shoes like somebody is looking at women's feet a particular way and it's like oh i want them to look like this i want this. right for the, the foot to be exposed. I want all of this, whereas for men's shoes, it's all sneakers and boots and Oxfords and flip-flops yeah, and whatever. Yeah, supply and demand kind of thing. Yeah, so, that could be too. As far as I'm aware, women spend a lot more money on shoes than men do. So, women spend more money on clothes than men do. And let's see if the sneaker people, there was one guy I was talking to, I think he was on Instagram, and he had a lot of sneakers, like yeah, over 85 sneakers. But they're the kind of, what's the word I'm thinking of? Not anomaly. They're the... The, the outliers. Yeah. yeah. Whereas it's not all women, but I feel like well, it's, it's a common trope that women love yeah. shoes. Well, I mean, but, uh, but I, I, like, I feel like for people who have shoe or feet fetishes, it's, I think people understand it a little bit more because you look at like a high heel pump and it just looks very sexualized, just the way it's designed, the way it's supposed to look on the foot, like things like that. And then you also think into like, you know, like pantyhose and stockings and other things like yeah. that. Women wear very sexualized there's no equivalent no clear equivalent to that in menswear like it's dress socks it's oxfords it's, it's so i feel like for people who forgot people who are into men's feet and men's shoes and things like that i feel like it's i don't know i feel like you know they're kind of just taking whatever is given to men and just kind of working with that in right. a way. Yeah. Whereas, right. you know, like women's shoes are kind of made with like a male gaze sort of thing in mind like, see, I don't know, because I like the variety that's offered, so I can't see that. I, mean, I like seeing a guy in like a generic sneaker. Some like <laughs> 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 balancers. Whatever, whatever works, whatever looks good. See, are those Velcro? Okay, not Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> But like throw on some white Nike socks with it, and I'm like, I'm like yeah. Yeah, I've gotten more into. I'm really weird because I don't. I like uh, the no shows a lot, but I also like what I want to. Almost like soccer socks. Uh, okay. The almost up to the knees, like what I wear in softball and kickball and stuff like that. I mean, those I get super attracted to. The mid calf is that what they're called? The the crew socks. I mean, I can. It just I think it depends on the color of them. I, I can. Yeah. See, personally, I like just a neutral white or black. The blacks are blacks always a good color for a sock. I, yeah. I don't know why. It just does something all the way around. <laughs> I'm wearing black socks right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, Me too, actually. <laughs> See? Bam. Uh, okay, and I was going to say before when we were talking about haircuts and stuff, I did have a guy that wanted to shave my balls. So I was like, you can do that, but you tie me up. Because then you get yeah. what you want, I get what I want. So he like tied me to the bed. He tied me to his bed. I was, he shaved my balls on his bed. Like, I think I had my arms spread out. And then... Lay out a towel or anything? Yeah. Like, right. Probably. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Did See, he use, like, a razor? Stories. Or did he use, like, clippers? No, I used a razor. Oh, I didn't remember about that. It was like... too bad. I'd, I'd known this guy fairly well, so I trusted him. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, but all these stories, like any story that doesn't involve my husband, with one exception, was at least eight years ago. Because <laughs> apart from Aussie Leatherboy, who visited us maybe six months ago, I haven't been with anyone else in eight years. Mm. Yeah, and there's something about shaving fetishes. As I remember a little over a decade ago, because like, you know, when I was a t still a teenager and discovering bondage porn, I remember the first couple of bondage stories I came across involved some kind of shaving. Like, I think that was just, I don't know, I guess it was more common back then or at least for people who are writing stories but yeah, yeah. a lot of things of guys having like their armpits shaved or their chest hair shaved or, shaved or something yeah it, i feel like I, I feel like i've seen a lot of that before and now it's starting to kind of make a comeback yeah and i've, I've noticed that as well that it's it's starting to make its way back I think it's definitely because I've had one guy reach out to me. I think it was on Recon. Like, I'm gonna tie you down. I'm like, Ooh, okay. And he's like, and then if you can't get out, you're getting your head shaved. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, uh, -uh. no, I like my hair. Uh, I want to lose it. So, I mean, if you want to shave like any other way else, that's fine, but not the hair. Like, yeah, the, yeah. The, the guy that cut my hair said that he loves tying guys up and cutting their hair, but he likes threatening that he's gonna shave their head just to see their reaction. But then he doesn't do it. But he he just like yeah, like really like seeing like guys. Is, like just freak out like well he's met his match here because i've been shaving my hair for the last two years so <laughs> you're like bring it bitch i've done a video where i got tied up and i got my head shaved that was okay well it wasn't a request it was so someone actually requested a head shaving video but it was after i'd filmed the video but before i'd posted it so i was like oh so that's an ironic timing <laughs> and then someone else wanted a video where i had a shaved head and by that point it had already grown back a bit mm. so and i'm like i don't want to do another head shaving tied up video so i was like you know what? i'll just film myself me shaving my head why not i dream the dream from the lame is well it's not if <laughs> <laughs> you went full on britney <laughs> uh, well it's funny the first time i shaved because I had been talking about it on and off for a couple of years. I can't be fucked. My hair grows back so fast and I hate going to get them, get my hair cut, mainly because I'm cheap and then I have to talk to people. So. <laughs> like, I don't like spending money, I don't like talking to people, so... And then I actually had a few, a few weeks off work, because it was over Christmas, was Christmas, and my boss said, like, I'll call you when I need you, because I was casual, which is a relatively new job, and it's like, okay, I don't actually need you till the 3rd of February. It was beginning of January. And I thought, well, you know what? I don't have to be out anywhere for three weeks or so. Fuck it, I'm just gonna shave it so i shaved it off brandon was at work and he come home or i sent him a message he's like what the fuck are you okay are you having like a britney meltdown <laughs> all right so now we move on to the juicy questions so what kinds of bondage porn inspired yeah so i think part of when i uh did it what spurred me to actually start the site was tumblr was taking a nosedive and you know they're like oh no this is Jesus is platform now, basically. <laughs> Uh, I was like, what the hell? And I've always kind of thought about it. For a few years, I kind of thought about it. And there's many... I like how there's a variety of bondage websites. The only thing that sucks is there's, you know, you gotta pay for a variety of them. So the one thing I kind of thought when I, I did this was I want to kind of, and I, I labeled as the, your one-stop shop for bondage. And I wanted to do stories. I wanted to have galleries. I wanted to have experience. People write in. Because remember, I don't know if you ever read or got to read any of the online of the old Bound and, uh, was it Bound and Gagged? Yeah. Mag magazine? Yeah. And people like write in about, and I'm like, why don't people write in about their experiences anymore? I mean, that's kind of hot. Like stories are great, but 
you know, it's kind of hot to, you know, really read about something that's legit. I mean, now some of the stories out there could have been written off of experiences, but to even just have it come off as like, hey, this is what happened to me. It's, I think, just super hot. Yeah. Um, so I kind of wanted to have all these ones in one and you could have the ability to get all that in one. So Captured Guys, BoundGuys.com, um, Breeder Fuckers, yeah, uh, Bondage Jeopardy, all of them. I'm like, okay, I love having all of them, but I also wanted to have a central location. So that really what spurred a lot of me to do ropes and whatnots. But yeah, Tumblr definitely taking the nosedive was one of them. So it's kind of, you know, it was in my benefit, the fact that they're like, no, we're not going to allow this. Of course, then OnlyFans got super, super big. The only thing yeah. I don't like about OnlyFans is you you're kind of limited on what you could do with it. Like you can't you can't do a lot of like the stories aspect or whatever. It's, you know, you just put pictures up there or videos or whatever. You can't you can't customize it as much as you could. Yeah, uh, and that's the reason why I've really stuck to the website itself and why what got me to do it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I find OnlyFans works for me and what I want to do, but I guess it would be doable. I think. If I wanted to have, like, stories, mm-hmm. I'm too lazy to get it done. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, if you did have OnlyFans, you could get your followers to just message you, and then you could post them, or, heck, you, yeah. could, even, you could even film yourself yeah. narrating their stories, rereading their stories, be like, story yeah. time with Shane. Yeah, and that's, and, like, and my boyfriend's brought that up. He's like, well, you know, and I think I actually created one. He's like, you know, you could do stuff and have content for that or, you know, have teasers there that lead you. But kind of like, here's, I'm like, oh, I just kind of not like it. Um, it's just, like, I, I need to do it. I need to get more on the OnlyFans site to bring people over. Having a bondage website, it's time-consuming. I never realized how time-consuming it would be. So I, I'm trying to immerse myself more in it. Uh, and now I'm leaving my full-time job at the end of this this month. So one of my themes is I'm like, okay, I'm definitely going to focus a lot more on the website and really put a lot more into it because I want to have it. I want to do it. And, you know, it's it's fun to do. So I think it's just getting that point only fans, you know, get more involved with social media, you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff. It's just or being faster with editing uh, is a big thing too. I mean, because that's so time consuming in itself. Oh, it is. Uh, it's just like, you're like, quick, okay, wrong. You know, all that. And, you know, and it's especially after I do the pictures and I do the sets, I try to get them off my phone as quickly as possible. So in case I'm showing people pictures, it's like, oh, ignore that guy. Uh, and you don't so. want to accidentally delete something thinking you've downloaded right. it. Because that's right. happened to me. Brandon will be clearing out his phone and he's deleted whole sets before. I'm like, oh. yeah. so I've had to reshoot stuff because it's just been deleted. And I've worked so hard. Right. But, I mean, he did too, but I struggled. Um. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, well, speaking of that, so uh, two friends of mine um, in Europe uh, met uh, recently, like months ago, and had a session, and it was kind of a birthday gift from one of them to, like, let me video chat in on the session and kind of co-dom with him, which was really hot and a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and he didn't know how to record it because he's like, okay, my phone's going to be busy, like, you know, with the video chat, and I was like, okay, I'll figure out a way that I can screen record it and everything, and we did it and it was fine you know i i shared the video with them they they liked it and all of that um and then and then i assumed that my friend downloaded it or something eventually because i think he kind of reshared it or something and yeah and then my um my memory on google drive was like freaking out and so i just panicked and started deleting a lot of things and i was like okay well i'm pretty sure he downloaded this video and everything and then and then, pretty, and then, yeah, like, a, a few days later, he was like, so where is this video? And I was like, 
Wait, you didn't download it? Oh, shit. Yeah, it, it, oh, it was no. devastating. I bet. <laughs> uh, and you definitely didn't have it. You definitely haven't, like, moved it into, like, a folder. Because it would have been on your computer at some point, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I've been really careful with, like, stuff of, you know, keeping it saved on my computer and either putting it on a flash drive or uploading it to a cloud or something and just to kind of keep my phone memory clear, my, yeah, my computer memory clear, etc. And, yeah, like, and that unfortunately happened. And, yeah, it sucks. But, mm. yeah. You'll just have to recreate it. <laughs> yeah. And then recreate it. <laughs> How often do you post on your website, Shane? I used to do it weekly, and then it, that just became, like, super taxing. Yeah. So I tried to do it about every two weeks. So things have been kind of crazy these last couple of months, but I'm like, I, I, you know, I have reminders now where I'm like, okay, this day I'm going to edit this amount of photos, and then I'll post a teaser up, and then the next day this set, and then I'm going to do it, and then by the end of the week, I'm going to have it go. So I usually do it about every two weeks. I actually even try to alternate and say, this week I'm going to do the photos, and then the next, uh, next week, an off week i'm gonna do the stories and then so i try to alternate it the problem is is you know getting that content for the stories i can only write so much and I, that's why i put it out there like hey if you want if you're good at writing bondage or whatever hey you know write a story i'll be happy to take the pictures i'll be happy to do all that you know i'll do that i just need i need the thoughts i need the processes because it's some, i've even done it too where i'll have someone tied up i'm like oh man a story's formulating in my little noggin so i start like taking pictures i'm like okay we're gonna do this i did one out in a um, Seattle and it was super like I didn't even think about the story until I got to his his apartment and that's where I came up with the one it, it talks about hey do you ever have a flake on you or whatever lessons learned because he had all this gear and I'm like oh wouldn't it be cool if you're like one of those guys who's a total flake and basically a cock tease and all that and then I'm like we're gonna get ya <laughs> uh, and so it was like really great it's like here I've got black jeans and a black shirt and a hoodie uh, mask you can put on it so like when you sneak in so we basically helped each other write this story and it was great i really did enjoy it uh but it's just yeah it's coming up with those ideas or taking the time to do it sometimes it's very taxing so i try to implore people like help me out like help you know we'll do something but that's what's kind of slowed the process too especially on the story side because it's just coming up with the story and getting it posted because i hate when i go to upload the website or update the website and i see the same story there for the last couple of updates <laughs> i'm like but i can't think of a new one to write yeah i can only do the same i overpowered you or whatever or you know it's just I'm a pretty creative individual, but God, even then, I get stumped. Yeah, see, I try to just write scripts and have that in my video. I don't, I've never written a story to go along with it. I definitely wouldn't be creative enough to do that. There was, I did have one video that was inspired by an idea of a story that I had in my head that I just couldn't put in words. But I find it so consuming just doing yeah. editing yeah. videos, editing photos. I don't really yeah. know. All I do is crop the photos, but editing the videos and then editing the podcast on top of that, trying to yeah. repost old yeah. stuff. It's just, and then also trying to socialize with people on social media. It's kind of like um, I have free time on my hands on one hand, but then on the other, it's like I just don't have the time to keep up with it all. Right. And then the last thing you want is for it to become a chore. And I'm one of those people where if it starts to become a chore, I get totally turned off by it. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do it. Yeah. You know, and that's why I'm like trying to get in that mindset of like, don't make it a chore. Don't make it a chore. Make it something. And it's, and then, but you get that little twinge of like Christmas morning when, you know, you got a boy tied up and you're taking pictures <laughs> and then he especially gets aroused from and I'm like, well, I love my job, you know, and, but then when you go to, you sit down to do the editing, I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, yeah. And it's. 
But I, I find it when I edit, especially early in the morning, it's not as bad. Okay. Because I set a limit. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be done by noon. And I, I don't have a problem. It's the evenings when I come home from work. And that's like on a Saturday, Sunday. Because when I come home from work, the last thing I want to do is edit. Yeah. That's the last thing I want to do. But I'm like, okay, I want to edit. And I want to say, okay, I did this set. And now I'm going to release something tonight as like a sneak peek. So then I'm releasing something every day built up until the update. But yeah, it can be very time consuming. Mm -hmm. So yeah. how other people do this like all the time, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I was doing two videos a week, two new videos a week, and which was okay. But I was like, oh, I feel like I should cut back at some point. Just one, because I'm not running out of ideas, but we just don't have the time to film them because editing, it's just me. But then filming, I need Brandon. Then we started doing the podcast weekly. I'm like, okay, I don't have the time to do two videos right. and a podcast. And then I was doing one video a week in the podcast and I needed a break by the end of it. Like, and because I was going into tax time where I knew I was going to be really busy at work and that was moving, I edited it. Like the last five episodes of our last season in the space of a week and I was I was fucking cooked yeah and then the, my Instagram got deleted around the same time so it was just all happening once and I was just mentally it checked me out a little bit and I'm only slowly getting back into it and now that we're recording again I'm still enjoying it I'm enjoying it again because we were able to take that break and yeah. we yeah. said like we're not I'm, we're not going weekly episodes we're fortnightly episodes probably maybe a little bit more than once a fortnight yeah. but yeah. it's just yeah. too much like I like posting regularly i wish i could churn out an episode yeah. once a fortnight but we just don't have the time or the yeah. uh, mental capacity yeah. to right. yeah like yeah it's like i mean because i've kind of i don't know i, I i'm not gonna necessarily say that I've, i'm in a slump right now because i mean i'm i'm kind of happy with stuff that's happening in my life right now um but yeah it's like i mean i haven't really written anything in a while i think of creative ideas and sometimes i can't execute it if it's like simple enough but otherwise it's like okay this feels like too much work like you know i just kind of want to shelve this and maybe i'll come back to it later but yeah, yeah. and i think that's the thing and i'm sure it's the same with you shape you'll think of an idea you'll think of a really elaborate idea like i know i have it then you, when you actually get to filming it you'll have to cut things because like oh this is just not practical too much work right for a small thing like yeah i've got a video coming up i had i decided to play two characters where one's a leather dude and one's me looking like in my like nike socks and much <laughs> yeah clean shaven but originally i was going to be play three characters and i was going to try and have both of them on screen at once splitting it no just then i thought you know what it's too gimmicky it's too much work <laughs> when i've already got enough to the story it doesn't uh, add that much and i'm like eh, it's yeah it, it's yeah. definitely it sounds so great yeah. and grand and lofty and in your head and then when you start to do you're like oh, i'm bit off more than i could chew actually yeah. you know or this is i thought i was gonna have this done in you know two hours and it's taking me five and you know and it's because i and especially i know when all of COVID happened you know last year i was like oh my god that span of time that i was off from work i i really could have edited a bunch of like <laughs> of stuff but then you're like i don't want to spend my time doing it all yeah i want to you know not be stuck to a computer when i for, for once actually have the ability to get outside and enjoy it so yeah it's it, i think it's making sure it just doesn't become a chore and having fun doing it that's yeah. where it but also keeping your sanity yeah see i find filming these days it's i don't have a lot of fun filming i don't have a lot of fun filming i don't mind the editing but the my buzz lately is from that finished product yeah especially when there are things that go wrong in like the filming process or like you'll have sound issues and you can kind of play with the sound or play with the audio video to fix it yeah just seeing that finished 
product. I'm like, oh, that's what I, I, I did that. <laughs> Put this up on the fridge. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll go to my mother-in-law's and be like, look what I did. Are you proud of me? <laughs> I don't think they'd be surprised, honestly. Um, yeah, so the next question is, so what do you look for in male bondage porn? And then I have like a few things like, I don't know, like hot models, acting, you know, storyline premise, side fetishes, etc. Oh, wow. Looking for it. You know, that is an excellent question. I feel like when it comes to it, I'm kind of open. I feel like I don't have anything. I'm not, well, I'm not, I'm, that'd be a super lie. I mean, for sure, when I go to look for like bondage porn, I number one, I like looking for the bondage itself. Yeah, the, there's side fetishes like feet, or maybe even leather. Acting, <laughs> uh, that one, I <laughs> And kind of sometimes have to, you have to almost have to stomach through because sometimes some of them come off so super cheesy. And you're, it's like you're watching Zach and Mary make a porno for bondage. And you're like, hey, I've got a package for you. <laughs> and so you just kind of like push through it. So the acting, I kind of get over all just like, I'm going to mute it and I'm just going to make it my own words. I think really, I, I think it's more the bondage when I'm looking at bondage. Like, I'm looking really at the bondage itself. Because yeah. I'm not going to lie, I'm one of those people where I'm like, um, you could easily get out of that. You know, and I try not to be that way because I get people on Instagram when I post things and they're like, why isn't he gagged? And I'm like, well, that's like one of, from when I didn't gag him yet, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I try not to be that guy, but I end up being that guy. And I'm like, God, I'm an ass. When you are watching porn, that's fine. If you're sitting there thinking, right. oh, this guy can get out, like that looks shit. But if you went, that would be fine. But if you went and messaged your creator, and be like, well, he should have been taught that right now. No, that's, right. Not, that's not okay. Right. And you know, the crazy thing about this thing is like, I even told my boyfriend about it. I'm like, you're, you're so surprised the critics you get. And I'm just like, sometimes I want to be like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> this is Instagram. Like, like, yeah, you know, and it's like, well, like, and that's why I try to be more cognizant of having those, like, hey, the person's gagged, but then also, like, because I know it entices people, like, okay, you know, this is just a snippet to what's more. And I know for, especially because of all that stuff, I try, I'm trying to get especially more with the website, like, appeasing to all the variety of people. Like, you know, I want to try to get more hoods involved, more leather, more rubber, you know, more spandex, you know, stuff like that. I'm trying to definitely get more involved because I know what I have when I look for stuff, but I think I want to always be cognizant of what others want to look for. I feel like when I look for bondage porn, there's, there's, there's all sorts of little things here and there where I don't, I mostly go to look for the bondage itself, but then I'm like, oh, well, hey, I, you know, like that leather outfit he's wearing. You know, it's like, it almost starts yeah. like my ADD kicks in and it starts pulling little <laughs> things where I'm like, oh my God, like, I like that, or I like that, or one thing that I noticed that I, I, I think is super hot is like knee-high leather boots. Okay. And they almost do like that whole highway patrol type thing with like the tight pants and I I don't know what it is like i never would have thought in a million years but then recently i started eating it i'm like holy shit i obviously have a cop fetish um especially if they're wearing you know knee-high boots so i feel like it's all over the place for me when i look because i feel like it's, i'll go for one thing and then it just starts pulling in and i always try to be as open-minded as i can be when i'm looking at it because i've had those critics and i don't want to be that guy yeah I, I try to be as neutral as possible but i definitely i think it's really the bondage and the feet are the two most that i look at when i look at it that's the first thing like my boyfriend makes fun of me because he'll see my instagram like i'll be scrolling through ig and he's like oh sure there's a lot of feet popping up on your on your thing i'm like oh what are you talking about you know <laughs> I feel like it actually starts to have outweigh the bondage and that's what actually tells you right there how much more more 
more of a fetish, like a foot fetish thing there is out there than there is bondage, because I feel like I've tried to follow as much bondage on IG and Twitter as I can, and I'm not, it's not scrolling through my feed as much. Yeah, I have that problem on Twitter, because you see what everyone else retweets, and like, mm -hmm. honestly, it's getting a bit annoying, like, not the feed content, I'm really what? fucking sick of seeing findoms. I don't have an issue with findoms, but I'm yeah. so, there's just so many of them, and what really pisses me off is the straight ones that will, like, post things, like, and I get that they're, it's how they market themselves. But right. they'll be like, you know, you're nothing. Like, it's, just, it's degrading stuff. Or you're a leech and using, like, the word, like, fag and stuff. Like, no. It's so funny you say that it's because so I'm the same mindset, too, where I, like, I'll, I hate when people have reached out to me on recon and stuff and be like, hey, sir. And I'm like, you obviously didn't read my profile because then my profile is like, please don't call me sir. Like, I yeah. don't like it. Like, I don't have a superior complex. Like, please don't. Like, but I can get in that mindset where, like, like I don't even like calling people a boy. Like, oh, that good boy. Like, I don't like it. You know, people, I guess, can call it to me. I mean, I've not been offended by it, but, like, I can't, I can't do it um, because I just, I... But I hear what you're saying when they're like, here, get under my feet, faggot, and stuff like yeah. that. And you know, I'm like, okay, you know, yeah. that I do not look for, I can tell you that. There was um, one that just really rubbed me the wrong way, because he posted something like, yeah, you're a leech, you're nothing. It's like, you're the leech because you're the one asking for fucking money. I don't know if it annoys me so much that they do it, or it's that these, there are gay guys out there that eat it up. And like, mm -hmm. I get the need, you like being degraded, but you can do it without, you can support a gay person who's actually going to do it in, I don't know, it sounds wrong to say a respectful manner but you can degrade someone in a respectful manner well and i agree with that I well think it kind of goes hand in hand with the you like using the term faggot like it's that's it's a very it's a super degrading term degrading yeah. term like and i think it's like okay you're you're just you know reinforcing that stereotype that like degradation and it's not you know like you can use other words be, be creative mm. like you know i mean obviously you're not that creative if you can't and that's always what killed me where you get the super super dumb people where they don't even talk to you unless you call them sir okay well you know i don't have daddy issues you know i don't need your i don't need to call you sir yeah and that's what kind of gets me sometimes where i sir likes it this way sir likes it that way oh okay well i'm okay <laughs> you know it's, just, it's like i pay my own bills yeah i'm like i just don't need someone to act like that to take care of me or put me down to make themselves feel superior yeah yeah i i mean and then that's another weird thing is because i mean with my stuff if you see anything i post on instagram nothing indicates that i'm into slave play or anything like that it's it's all bondage and you know mm -hmm. stories and fantasies and stuff but like so many people like try to approach me to like you know they want me to collar them they want they want to be my slave or something and it's just like i i don't you know i have nothing wrong with that but i'm not advertising that at all mm. like on anything that i post on here like yeah like it's like that's not really my thing like, yeah yeah and then, okay and then another thing i kind of wanted to bring up is so i'm like i do have my of uh, my porn stash like on google drive is categorized <laughs> into different things. Um, I mean, I have a miscellaneous for things that don't necessarily fit into them. <laughs> but, like, what, one of them is for stuffed mouths. I mean, because that's my favorite kind of gag. So a lot, a lot of things where, you know, the gag is, like, you know, like a pr pretty significant stuffing, then then mm -hmm. I have a folder for that. I have a folder for um, dressed up for, like, because I like, like, dress clothes and suits and things like that. So I have a folder for that. And then also a subfolder for, <laughs> for dressed up with stuffed mouths. <laughs> And 
then I also have a bear folder, and then yeah, and then I have a subfolder for that for dressed up. <laughs> this is like that episode of Friends where she like cross referenced everything and color coded everything. It, yeah, it's like it is very Monica Galler of. Yes, they might like that. I did sort some of my videos out maybe three years ago, and then the rest are just like I'll save it wherever I can. But I like to watch them on sh I shuffle, and then I'll scroll through till I find something I want to watch. Yeah, and I guess I'm not. I want nice bondage, a nice gag, and a nice looking guy. The rest of it is just garnish. Like, I do prefer, I am more intrigued if it's a hot guy, I'm more intrigued if it's a tape gag, I'm a little bit more intrigued if he's got his crew socks on, and shorts, or yeah. no pants yeah. at all, like, as long as I can see the whole sock, or at least the tops. But, I'm not that picky, like, I, I will... This, 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 this. I, no, I'm saying... <laughs> I'm saying those are preferences, but I can enjoy it without those. I'm not, right. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, it has to be this way. Well, yeah, it's like, I mean, it's not like I'm necessarily like that either, but I mean, if I find enough, you know, good things that fit in any of those categories, I just kind of, because it's like when I'm horny, I mean, I might think of, I'm a little bit more into clothing today. Like, I kind of want to look at what I have for that or, yeah, like, you know, just like different things like that. It's just easier for me when, yeah, when I'm seeking it out to know where to go to look for it. Well, I think you kind of you kind of just made a good point i think it's what your flavor of the moment is like you know like oh today i'm like super i want to see someone with crew socks on like someone tied in a hog tie with crew socks okay like you're gonna search that out like yeah gonna, you know yeah you look at the other things that come with it but you're like i'm i'm on a mission <laughs> you know white no i wanted black ones today um you know it's it is what it is i mean I think that's but i agree it's like you know i it's always got there's got to be a gap you know i want it to be simple bondage can be good but i wanted to still have some i don't i was about to use the word girth girth to it <laughs> um you know i want like simple hands and feet yeah that's cool but if there's more even better and i think that's what it is it almost kind of does come down to like what you're in the mood for at that minute or hour yeah. as long as long as you're ever producing <laughs> Well, that, and it's funny because I always feel like I surprise people when I tell them, like, what kind of porn I, it's funny because I feel like a lot of my Instagram is me just sharing, like, this is shit that I like, this is stuff that I masturbate to, like, whatever, but people are always surprised of, oh, I didn't know you liked something as hardcore as, like, breeder fuckers, or, you know, I, or I didn't know that you would like, you know, this, like, other shit, and it's just like, I mean, I put it all out there, but... <laughs> right. Okay, this is gonna be, this might sound like a weird question, but do you find you spend more time looking at the stuff you've got saved, looking at your collection of bondage content, or do you find you spend more time looking for new content? Ooh. As they say in the Switch world, 50-50? I don't know. You know, that's actually, that's kind of hard because I feel like, especially if you go to like something like Instagram, you can get some good stuff. Yeah. But I feel like there are certain times you get on Instagram and like certain people where we post the same thing over and over again. And I'm like, okay, I've seen that. You know, I want something new, something fresh. But I guess it also comes, for me, kind of comes down to that, what I'm like into at the moment where I'm like, you know what, I kind of want to see this. I know exactly where to go. Yeah. Because it's easier to almost go there if you already have it than to try to go seek it out. You're like, good, I could have like whacked off a couple times by now, you know? I, I always frustrate myself when I'm looking for something new because I'm just like, uh, it's like an endless loop of like, okay, but look at this video. And then it's like, but then look at this. And then it's like an hour goes by and I still have it. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, I find that. You just go down the rabbit hole and then I'll, five minutes later, I'll have like a hundred tabs open that I want to check out. <laughs> like, 
and that's the thing. Yeah, I save all this stuff, and then I never look at it again, or I'll very rarely look at it because I just want to be out there looking for new stuff. I don't know what it yeah. is. I'll screenshot pages on Instagram yeah. or I mean, somebody. Like somebody recently told me about this vid. And yeah, so I mean, that's been interesting, but first of all, just the format of that, because you have to friend people and then see like the stuff they have on there. And, um, but yeah, it's like, I mean, you find really obscure kind of things on there that you probably haven't seen in a lot of other places. Actually, I found a gay torrent site recently oh. and there are a few videos on there. I, I figured I got a little bit excited because one of my videos was on there. Like, <laughs> and then I saw there was a comment and I'm like, oh fuck, like what's the comment? It's gotta be like, what's this shit? But no, it was someone asking if they had another one of my videos. So I was like, that just gave me like a warm fuzzy. Like, oh my god. <laughs> and then it went to the drawing board. <laughs> wow. It's like <laughs> you, you've reached like that status for people. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it was just one person lost it, posted it, and someone else found it. So I have two fans out there. That's nice to know. <laughs> Have you been like searching Tumblr or Instagram or anything like that and found your content either stolen or just reposted with or without? So the product? crazy thing is, I've never, I don't think I've actually found like from the website itself. I found like ones of me, okay. um, like ones from like sessions I've had with people a few years ago, or like of me or them on like people's recon. Uh, and they're like, like one guy, oh, I forgot who the fucker was, but he was trying to pass it off as like this guy that I had tied up in Alabama. He was trying to pass it off to someone else as his work and i knew someone who was like oh i instantly knew who tied that guy and they sent it to me and so i'm not going like, lately was like a stalker <laughs> so i was like hey what's going on found the gun what's going on i was like yeah i was like quit using my shit you know and passing it off as you it's just like that type like that like that kind of bothered me because i'm just like have some integrity yeah you know like i mean come on like and then i like found mine i found one guy had his on recon had it he had a his album was military or something like that and it was me in my uniform and he's like yeah you know and i'm like yeah i recognize the person's like oh you know i'm like yeah it's me <laughs> like yeah i recognize that person and you know i guess it really hasn't bothered me all that much but it's just like don't at least say like this is stuff i'm into or like don't try to pass it off to yeah. yourself i mean are people you've done that's just have that integrity and there's times where i post it on instagram where i don't have something that has a like the logo on it or whatever because i'm like i don't i'm like i'm sure someone's going to try to repost this and i'm not claiming it as my own or whatever i actually had a guy that i had posted something to instagram of me i think i was promoting the website for an experiences or stories or something and he reached out to me on instagram I was like hey you know please don't post this this is my work blah blah, blah. i'm like ah, oh yeah hey i know you like i'm that guy guy he goes oh i thought you didn't want you know you out there and i'm like yeah we're way past that <laughs> like three years later like we're way past that uh, i was like oh okay cool no big deal uh and then in hindsight i probably should have reached out to him and said something but for the most part yeah it's just it's it's baffling how people try to pull stuff off as their own yeah like who are you trying to impress like i i remember how during when tumblr was the place to be i remember how many people would try doing that with captured guys and take out the watermark 
watermark. Yeah. Like, they went through the trouble to try take to take out the watermark. And yeah. It's like most of us who are familiar with captured guys can see this and know that it's captured guys. Like it's right. Yeah, because Paul would always call those people out. Right. Yeah. And, and you don't want to be that where because the boyfriend and I like we definitely discussed me, you know, oh why yeah, I don't want to put like a watermark or anything across the image. I don't because I'm like I want people to be able to have that full image without it in there. Yeah. So I always try to be kind of discreet on where I put, you know, the title or the name. And so I'm like, it is, so I still try to do it where I'm like, if you cut it out, you're going to cut out the photo. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, your bound guy is going to be headless. Uh, and if you're into gagging, like, you're screwed. Yeah. Um, I need to so crop I, off that. <laughs> I try to crop it as much as I can, but it's it's sad how people do that shit. I don't yeah. know why they do. It's just yeah. kind of tyranny. And look, we're going to look at a photo and know straight away, like, it's a captured guy's photo or a bound guy's photo. Right. I had a guy ma- message me, oh, it's a few months back now, and they're like, oh, hey, this is me. I was like, oh, when did you model for Bound in the Act magazine? Yeah. That must be a while, but, like, fuck off. You're like, lies, lies of Manelli. Okay, so nobody has... Like, I mean, I don't know, thank God nobody has, like, taken anything of, like, me, you know, that I've posted or anything. But, like, recently, I kind of made a meme, like, uh, sort of like what we were talking about with um, telling Vanillas that, yeah, it's like a, a Vanilla saying that he's kinky and then saying, you know, I like bondage, but that, that doesn't necessarily involve sex. And then the, the meme of the confused woman with, like, yeah. the math formula mm-hmm. and all that. Like, I made that meme and posted it up. And it's funny how many people have, like, screenshotted that and then, like, posted it on theirs and then it's people that I follow and I go through it and I see it and so I like I have kind of done the same but still showing the person not necessarily I tagged one of them um but yeah it's like I'm just kind of sharing it like oh look like you know so many people are using this meme and everything and one of the guys even messaged me saying oh well you could have tagged me or something and it's like well did you know that I made it and and you didn't you know you didn't give me any credit for it so yeah it's been hypocritical I mean, I don't blame them for that. Like, a meme is meant to be taken and shared. Yeah. Like, no one promoted right. the original artist. So I don't blame anyone for reposting that. But that's so hypocritical. You could attack me. Or you could have fucking attacked me, mate. Right, exactly. Exactly. It's amazing how, like, yeah, when it comes to it, oh, the street goes both ways. What? Uh, yeah, it's it's baffling. How, like, it, it really is. My favorite meme, I like the meme you created that was Patrick from SpongeBob, and it's me as I'm gagging a sub. So, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, both his mouth wide open. I think that I think I sh- took that one and shared it to a straight friend because my <laughs> husband has a workmate who I, is apparently into bondage, but I don't think oh. his brain has told him anything about us. I kind of mm. I've tried to drop little hints because I'm like, oh, you're fucking hot. Like, you can, oh, you can I'm, I'm flattered he showed somebody else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I recently sh- uh, showed somebody the Jurassic Park one I made of like that you see nobody cares, but <laughs> hey, everybody, but the sub is calling for help. You see, nobody can hear you. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's really flattering seeing people use yeah, like the memes and shit that I make. <laughs> I also shared to him the um, being kidnapped during the rope startup. What? What? <laughs> that one made the rounds quite a few times. Uh, yeah, so that's um, our se- our second episode discussing male bondage porn. We'll be back next week. Yeah, to you know wrap up our interview with Shane. So stay tuned. Uh, Once again, this is the Bondage Gaze. I'm Nat. And I'm Sammy. Have a good one.